Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's time. Turn it up! Turn it up! Fellas, fellas, fellas! What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Winner's Lounge! We are presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Use the code DNVR when you sign up and download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Great all-around night tonight. Nuggets get the dub. We hit our bets. The bar was lit tonight. We're going to break it all down for you. I'm Harrison Wynn. That man to my right is Eric Weedham. You know him as D-Line. It was a night for the fellas, a night for the diehards, a night for the ones who never stop believing. <laughs> it wasn't really my night for that reason. I stopped, I stopped believing well before this game. But I was rewarded. Nonetheless, let's go Nuggets. We got it. Also joined by Brendan Vogt. Ah, oh, you know what else is, is good tonight? The agendas. Everyone's agenda is oh, safe, dude. thriving, strong. <laughs> Everyone's doing good. Dude, the agenda's had a night like I've never seen. I think we might get to a little agenda corner Bro, a little later agendas. in the show. Might have to. Might have, might to. have to dip into agenda corner. <laughs> Let's get to the fast recap, though. I got a lot of notes on this one, guys. The game did not start out well for our Denver Nuggets. Uh, Denver is getting beat back door on everything. That's my first early note. Draymond Green, four early assists. Casey Pete's locker room early. I don't really know what was going on there, but he was not himself tonight. Mike Malone used the challenge in the first quarter on an Aaron Gordon charge. That was unsuccessful. Reggie Jackson was in the rotation. Not good things. (laughs) This game did not start out great. Denver was down 10 points after the first quarter. But the second quarter, some things started to happen. Peyton Watson was in the rotation for a second straight game. He had some highs, some lows in the second quarter. Was great in the second half, which we will get to. Um, Denver got this thing to single digits later in the quarter. Michael Porter Jr., who had a huge night, hit a couple threes. Denver got some stops. Michael Porter Jr. had like a great all-around night. He had some great contested rebounds in this stretch, too. He had 14 points in the second quarter. He led this closing surge Denver had right before the half. Nuggets trailed by three at the break. Denver got the Warriors' lead to 73-71, two points on this violent Michael Porter Jr. put-back dunk in the third quarter. It was violent. Michael put-back Jr.? He had it going. (laughs) 13 more points for him in the third quarter. Nuggets are up two, heading to the fourth. Some great hustle winning plays by Christian Brown early in the quarter. And then Jamal Murray got going. Hit a three, had this big block on Draymond Green, a transition three, and all of a sudden he was like in bubble mode. Um, Denver was up 10. And then late in this game, all of a sudden, the Warriors came back down the stretch. The Nuggets are up 112-110, last possession of the game. Klay Thompson misses a wide-open three. Warriors get the offensive rebound. Klay Thompson has another look from three, but Jamal Murray gets his fingertip on it. Big-time effort. Blocks the shot. Big-time. The Nuggets win 112-110 without Nikola Jokic. He missed his third straight game tonight. What a win. What a win. (laughs) What a win, guys. (laughs) This is a great night. Let's go to big takeaways. Uh, D-Line, you're up first, Okay, man. me first. Okay, yeah. here's my big takeaway is that um, the Nuggets players have a little fight in them. They Ooh. don't – they didn't look great all the time without Nikola Jokic. They're still, like, largely rudderless without him. But that performance we saw a few nights ago with, like, Michael Porter Jr. and Jamal Murray just looking absolutely hapless, hopeless, helpless without Nikola Jokic – 
Uh, there had to be, like they were sick. Like there was something else going on. They like they were unreasonably bad during that game. Michael the Porter Warriors? Jr. No, well, <laughs> the Warriors and the Splash Bros suck on the road. That Dude, might have so bad something to do with it. They, but Michael Porter Jr. looked great tonight. He looked very competent. Jamal Murray had times where he was kind of taking over a little bit. Like th- we saw a little anger in his game. A little like. Uh, I, w- I mean, I won't go as far as to say bubble, but we saw a little buble, Murray. <laughs> um, it was, you know, like it was good to see. Like, the, and Peyton Watson was great. Oh, I mean, yeah. there was just like a little fight in the Nuggets. Like, okay. They didn't. It, they didn't feel like they were. They are a zero without Jokic. It we, felt like they were like a, a five without Jokic. And we saw that fight the other night against the Suns. You know, true. Like, and it's like all the guys that just haven't been given that are literally still hungry. Peyton yeah. Watson very hungry, yes. starving. Uh, you know, um, Christian Brown starving and the guys that really needed to come in and fight hard, like come, came in and fight hard. Yeah. Fought hard. It was great. We've had three straight games without Nikola Jokic. That first game against the Pelicans was an absolute mess. Not Total a mess. ton of fight in that game. Fightless. Yes. No fight. Lacking fight. These last two games, though, they have fought against Phoenix when they should have gotten blown up by 30. It looked like they were, but they kept fighting. And then tonight, a game they probably should have lost again, but they fought. I love that takeaway. Vote, what do you got? Pretty similar, man. If you look at that Pelicans game, obviously everything's so much worse without you. Don't look at that Pelicans game. No, but they generated a lot of good looks that they missed. And I'm talking 11 open to wide open threes from Porter and KCP, the two guys you'd like taking those shots. Which leads me to this. The way they play without Jokic, the non-Jokic minutes, it's a real talking point and it's a real concern. Oh, yeah. I don't want to dismiss it. Sure. But that last one to the Pelicans, I think, slightly mars that it's better than it used to be. I think these Nuggets are better equipped to play without Jokic than they used to be. Now, listen, the whole thing is about Jokic. If you don't have him, you're not winning the title. It doesn't matter. But they have a little more. There's a little more to the team right now than there used to be. And... A lot of that comes down to Michael Porter Jr. playing really well as opposed to really poorly. Yeah, uh, that, and, that's and he a did difference. Tonight. Yeah, that's a big difference. Yeah, absolutely. I want to make my big takeaway Peyton Watson for a second straight game because I just feel like there's so much to get to with him and we'll spend a lot of time on him. But I will go with Michael Porter Jr. tonight because on the pregame show, D-Line, we were like, all right, like Jamal Murray, Michael Porter Jr., Need you've to got it. to step up tonight. Like, th- you've got to step up. Nuggets have to score like 110 points to win this game. Jamal Murray had a, a solid game, I'd say. Michael Porter Jr. had a great game, an yeah. elite game, one of his best games of the season, I thought. 29 points, 10 of 17 shooting, 4 of 8 from 3, 11 rebounds, 3 offensive rebounds, plus 4 in 34 minutes. He was awesome he was awesome tonight and what i liked about his night specifically was he actually started out cold yep he missed his first few shots he only had two points in the first quarter but he kept being aggressive he kept firing and for the the large part of this game his teammates were looking for him he went pretty quiet down the stretch which was interesting just didn't really get the ball but for most of this game i felt like his teammates were looking for him the three ball was going. He was great on the glass. He had a couple of these, like I talked about in the fast recap, a couple of these like really tough contested rebounds where he went up above the defense, grabbed it with one hand, grabbed it with two hands, like put his body on the line to get to some of these balls. And the offensive rebounding was like a big story of this game. Neither team could te- keep the other one off the glass. Right. But I thought Michael Porter Jr.'s rebounding on a night when they did not have Nico Jokic they needed him to hit the glass hard, and he did. So this was a game where I feel like everything that Michael Porter Jr. has put into this season, you kind of saw it tonight. You nailed it, man. You nailed it. And Porter was, I think, trending towards being a very good to perhaps elite rebounder before that third back surgery. It's a crazy sentence, the third yeah. surgery. And it hasn't been the same since. But also, he is a small forward now that's spending a lot more time on the perimeter. Um but without Jokic, they absolutely needed him to attack the glass. Yeah. And I thought it was the first thing he did tonight, right? Like that even he missed those first couple of shots, but he was on the glass from the get-go. And he almost worked backwards to get himself into the game from there. I, the chat's pointing out that he had some good defense tonight. I thought he really did, yeah. particularly in the second half. This was 
This was the that's big boy winning stuff from Porter. Um, the second quarter, he played them back into this game. The third quarter, he had plenty for him, too. The transition three is a ridiculous weapon for this team. Yeah. I, that's the to bounce back from that last game because one of the last hurdles he has to clear are these Jokic merchant allegations. Now, look, <laughs> this team is they are they are a bunch of guys that are relying on Jokic. We know of course. that. Um, but that last Pelicans game was the first time in a long time that actual doubt, I think, seeped into the Michael Porter dynamic to bounce back without Jokic again and play this game. Man, this is this is just what we've been talking about for the last three months. Yep. Circle of trust stuff. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yep. No, the agenda was strong to this day, this day. I mean, I will say also the Nuggets benefited pretty heavily from an absolutely atrocious shooting night from the Splash no Brothers. Doubt, bro. no they doubt. were terrible. Yeah. They were terrible. Steph Curry was awful tonight. Like Clay Thompson was okay, but he was not good either. They mm-hmm. the Nuggets uh got this win. I'm glad they got this win. It's they're now Officially, I believe their magic number is one. They yeah, need, magic need number one, is one. They, they need, need one more win, one win or, or one more Memphis loss, and the one seed is theirs. The They're one, the one seed. The one seed is is locked up. I mean, yeah. it, it's uh, it is locked up. So that's good, and it's also not good. Uh, <laughs> I guess the one thing that we have going for us is that we do have a bunch of hungry guys on this team that have not gotten a lot of chance to to show what they can do for most of the season. So I'm like really looking forward to Peyton Watson minutes yeah, moving man. forward, Christian Brown things. minutes. Uh, and again, like, you know, just to, to pile onto the agenda, like to see Michael Porter Jr. Just to take even more and more steps forward to be that guy, to be mm-hmm. that dude, like the guy to be the presumptive number one overall pick for his entire career, uh, young career before he got hurt to be, just everything that we know he's able. He looks more and more athletic all of the time. Yes. He looks more and more comfortable on the court all the time, more and more comfortable in his skin. Not, you know, we, we actually are seeing a few plays being run for him, which is just like mind boggling. Uh, and he's returning the favor by just knocking down shots, being that guy, stemming the tide of, you know, runs against the Nuggets and uh, just being the, the, you know, that temple, like Jamal and MPJ did exactly what we asked of them. Like you have to, you guys have to be the guys. Jokic is not here. You have to step up. You have to be the one that people can rely upon. You have to give this team a little bit of effort and direction and focus. And they did it. It was great. This is the kind of Michael Porter Jr. that the Nuggets can win a championship. Absolutely. This version of Michael Porter. Exactly. You know, when I knew he was feeling himself tonight, do you guys remember the play where, um, I think it was in the third quarter. Michael Porter, I think he had hit a couple threes in the few possessions before this. He just takes the inbound pass that was like going to Jamal Murray. He just intercepts it, dribbles up the length of the floor, yeah. stops the three-point Hits line, three and Boom. just sticks a three right in his defender's eye. It was beautiful. It was a total like FU play. Not like FU Jamal, but just FU everybody. Dude, yeah. There's it's he gets that, that zone. He hits that zone where... I'm convinced the right offensive play is to pass him the ball until yeah. you know for a fact it's a bad idea. Like until yeah. you're 100% sure yeah. he's going to take a bad shot, keep feeding him. Yeah. It's the, you you can see it, man. He gets a couple to go and he's he's in give me the rock mode. He's balancing it, he's trying to play the right way, but somewhere deep inside of him there's this part of him that it's like, yeah, hey, can we just Mike. can we just give yeah, me the ball? Mike. You know, yes. <laughs> I want to shoot. Absolutely, <laughs> deep inside him. Something told me to shoot <laughs> that. Told him to shoot that. <laughs> because of all of that, he is our DraftKings ah! Sportsbook King of the Game. You know what kills me, you guys? That missed technical for to avoid the, Ooh, the 30, 30 and 11. What's his season high? 31. 31. He was that three he missed in the fourth away from breaking. Oh, that beautiful crown, a little tarnished. That's no. a large crown. Maybe it is a large. Maybe he's bad. Michael Giant Crown Jr. That is a big old crown. <laughs> <laughs> Looks heavy. Another, another note about Porter's so night. Heavy. I'm just looking at the box score. I'm seeing this. He somehow broke the 30-minute barrier. No, my... Kale, put the air horns on. Push the air horn What? 34 minutes. Bro. He did it, guys. Holy He did it. We might need to stop the show and just the, like, start dude, a parade on Colfax. I don't know that the agendas are strong enough to carry this weight. <laughs> he did it. This is unbelievable. 34 minutes. <laughs> Hallelujah. Mike played 34 minutes. 
And uh, Jeff Green grabbed four rebounds. What? Jeff Green, four rebounds. Stop what the count. What is this, dude? What Stop is, the season. What are we doing? What <laughs> is this world in which we find ourselves? I mean, I think he might have only gotten there because KCP was Doesn't limited matter, for 21 bro. minutes. No qualifiers, really just the vibes. But I digress. 34 <laughs> minutes for Michael Porter. Let's what a night. Go. Let's hit our first break. Woo. Votes on the breaks today. Um, we got a lot more to get to. On the other side of this... Agenda Corner. Oh, boy. Maybe the official debut of Agenda Corner. Bro. On the DNVR Nuggets Holy Winners smokes. Lounge. Holy smokes. You're going to want to stick around corner. for that. Very powerful corner, indeed. You know what indeed. one of my agendas is? <laughs> Just <laughs> general wellness. Trying oh, to feel dude. hydrated, relaxed, smart, prepared for my next athletic in Denver. In, uh, athletic endeavor. endeavor. Thank you. In Denver, though. Endeavor. <laughs> And when I need to up my wellness, I head to my wellness vibe center, a.k.a. IV Nutrition, the Wash Park location, of course. IV Nutrient Therapy works on a foundational level by safely and directly delivering vitamins, minerals, and other nutrients directly to the body. They've got a lot of plans and packages you can sign up for. Um, there's also the, uh, keep it a buck, the lower brow service. Maybe you went out really hard with your friends yeah. the night before. I should have done that today. And you've got a job interview or a live show with the fellas <laughs> or like your mom's coming to town. Uh, sweat that hangover out in a, in the IV Nutrition Wellness Vibes Palace. They're going to set you up in a zero gravity chair. Bro, that's my favorite part. Zero gravity. I love leaving gravity. It's awesome, man. They have services offered uh, like a hydration service, wellness blood testing and consultations, intramuscular injections with vitamin formulas, express lunch break drip, hydration drips, so much more. Stop by that Washington Park location on the corner of Alameda and Downing, but also make sure that you mention the fellows when you do. We've been there. They know us. They like the show. So our listeners will get 50% off their first IV nutritional drip. Call 720-259-4404 for more information. You have to go to the Wash Park location, though. Yeah, Wash and Park. You have again, to go to that location. Again, word to the wise: don't uh, use the little boys' room before you go, because <laughs> yeah. then you'll find yourself in an unenviable position of having to yeah. generate. They have water. I've there. said too. I've said they too have much. water there for you. <laughs> The, uh, the vibes with the Nuggets are coming back. The sun's coming back. Baseball is back. It's about the return right now. And uh, Rugby Town USA, Ooh. they're percolating over there, too. The Raptors are coming back. Professional rugby has returned to Glendale, a.k.a. Rugby Town. The hometown American Raptors have begun their six-match homestand against six South American rugby teams that make up the brand-new Super Rugby Americas competition. You can find the full... Uh, schedule online. It's pretty sick, man. Six games in South America as the only North American team. They're hosting six games up here. If you are a rugby fan and you did not know, somehow, Colorado is the center of USA rugby culture, baby. Check out those free games at Infinity Park in Glendale. Uh, tickets are just $10. Children 12 and under are free. If you can't make it, watch all those matches live on ESPN+. We'll see you in Rugby Town, USA. Oh. And if you want to learn more about rugby, check out the DNBR Rugby Podcast, hosted by our good friend, Colton Strickler. That's right. Maybe you're in Glendale for some late night activities. Yeah. Rugby and <laughs> Shotgun Willies. That's a perfect Sunday night. <laughs> yeah, dude. I think kids get in free to both. That's, yeah. That's, <laughs> that's that. Oh. All right. We're back here on the DNBR Nuggets post game show, the Winner's Lounge. <laughs> we're presented, as always, by DraftKings Sportsbook. Use the code DNVR. When you sign up and download the DraftKings Sportsbook app, let's take a dip into Agenda Corner. Oh, finally, fellas. finally. The myriad agendas all on display tonight. Nice, and nice vocab. for a couple minutes, I'm going to talk about Christian Brown's night. <laughs> oh. Let's go. Uh, Christian Brown clear finished clear this game. <laughs> yeah, everyone, ISO. ISO, ISO. Seven, get him, yeah, get him, give me the solo on. shot for one second. There we go. <laughs> Christian Brown, 16 minutes tonight. He was a plus seven off the bench. He only shot three of 10, but also had five rebounds and assists, two steals. Here's what happened in this game uh, with Christian Brown. He actually got benched in the first half of this game. You noticed that? He played three minutes in the first half. Uh, Denver instead went with uh, the vaunted three-guard lineup off the bench that included Jamal Murray, Bruce Brown, and Reggie Jackson. Uh, predictably, that did not go well. But Christian Brown got back into the rotation in the second half. I thought he made some great plays, like I said, in the uh, fast recap, just a lot of 50-50 like winning plays, just the type of plays that Christian Brown always makes. Yep. And um, it's funny, man. Like I had somebody in my mentions after the game say like, oh, wow, 
you got to give Mike Mullen a lot of credit for, you know, sticking with Christian Brown this game, sticking with Peyton Watson. Yes, you do, but Christian Brown's been the same player all year. So if you remember, agenda corner, in the second game up. of the season, <laughs> who did the Nuggets play? They the played Golden the State Warriors, Warriors. Uh, and they got a win thanks in part to Christian Brown, uh, who uh, was incredible defensively in that game. It was his first <laughs> NBA rotation minutes. Sure enough, he's the guy you want on the court again against the Warriors today. Bro, only in Agenda Corner can we get a callback to the second game of the season. Let's Unbelievable. Marry. Listen, Wind was God, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, I'll duck out. He get. was right about this from the jump. From the jump. And I thought maybe at one point he was like 85% right about it, you know? Maybe 15% taking it too far. Nope, 100% right. 100% right. Christian Brown should be playing. Holy it's smokes. clear as ever as we near the playoffs. I hope he's a part of the playoffs. He's really fun. It's he, is just, he is fun. He and Bruce Brown, to have guys that are just so committed to defense, and then the second thing they're committed to are awesome dunks. Oh, yeah. like in that order, it's yeah. really fun to have it's two the, guys. Uh, like the the laws of Browntown. Oh, bro, yeah. the bylaws, the bylaws of Browntown. Yeah. Defense, the three Ds of Browntown: defense, <laughs> dunk, and. Uh, the agenda. <laughs> uh, uh, we are in agenda corner. You guys have anything you want to get off your chest? Uh, well, I, I, I declare uh, this is my favorite new thing to do. When we're all when all the fellows are around uh, enjoying late night activities to make everyone clearly state their agenda so that everyone understands. <laughs> my agenda that I've clearly stated is to defend Tim Connolly. <laughs> okay. Okay. Tough wolves lost today, but it doesn't matter, ago, man. It's looking good. Uh, Tim Connolly built this team. It's a tough one today, this particular agenda. In <laughs> yeah, that, this is a tough, this this is a tough, tough sell right right to agenda <laughs> corner tonight. And Christian Brown so went off and Peyton Watson. <laughs> and Peyton Watson <laughs> went absolutely ham in this game. Listen, I wasn't prepared for Agenda Corner. Let's go to Brenda uh, Bregenda's Agenda Corner. I, I got Anything, nothing. Anything uh, you have for Agenda Corner vote? So clearly, state your agenda for the camera, please. Listen, I thought it was settled that Porter was playing up to his contract, <laughs> playing like one of the most consistent players on the team, playing like the way a third wheel in a big three on a one seed should. The Pelican game happened. I saw a lot of doubt. I'll admit, I felt a tinge myself. Just a tinge. <laughs> a tinge. A tinge. Uh, this is an awesome bounce back, man. And and this is what I've been trying to say. He's done it this year. Most of the criticism is antiquated. It applies to last year, two years ago. He's staying healthy, knock on all the wood. He's staying on the floor. He's defending well. I think his body language is great. I think he's a competitor. I think he's gone from just a shot maker to a winning player. Yeah, dude. And it was just winning oh, yeah. stuff tonight, man. And this is... So good. If if you're looking for arms or layers of this team that are beyond just Jokic, I think, I think Porter might be actually like first on that list of just other things that are happening on this team outside of that context. Great agenda. This guy is a bucket, man. You just Great gotta, agenda. You just got to get him the ball and keep him on the floor. <laughs> I, I thought this was, it was a really, really exciting bounce back, particularly in the context of how he struggled in this last game. Yeah. Pelicans game. Oh boy, the agendas are great. Agenda corner. Great agendas, everybody. Great Great agenda corner. My agenda not great tonight. I will say, Um, I've got like more of a long view agenda. It's fine. It's fine. (laughs) Let's get to what I think was the other kind of big story of the night, and that was Peyton Watson, who for a second straight game, like played a big role in this one. So good. Twenty minutes for Peyton Watson. He was in the rotation the whole game. Played in the first half and the second half. But it really came on in the second half. He finished with eight points, five rebounds, three blocks. Three blocks for Peyton Watson tonight, four or six from the field. He was a plus three. Him and Christian Brown, the two positives in the plus minus column off the bench. And, you know, here's what I was thinking about when watching Peyton Watson tonight. Do you remember when Torrey Craig first came to the Nuggets and got in the rotation and started playing? I do. A big reason that Torrey Craig played immediately for the Nuggets as a rookie was that he did stuff that no other player on the Nuggets did. He just had a frame at like six foot seven with a seven foot wingspan and had a skill set, defense first, athletic, could take on certain matchups. He had a skill set that that Nuggets roster did not have. They had nobody like Torrey Craig. And it was a big reason why he carved out minutes for himself as a rookie. Coming from freaking Australia, yep, and the summer league, on a you know not as veteran as this team, but you know a pretty veteran team. 
Now, I think the Nuggets have more guys like that now. They have Aaron Gordon who can do some some of those things. KCP, good defender. But they still don't have a guy exactly like Peyton Watson. No. Six foot seven, can jump out of the gym, can block shots at the rim, can take on those, you know, a wide array of defensive matchups. And I'm not saying he should definitely be getting minutes in the playoffs, but I think it's something to think about and it's something to talk about now because he's been a game changer in these last two games and particularly tonight, the three blocks he had. Yeah. Like that's real stuff. Like that is real legit stuff that he's doing on the defensive end of the floor. So his ascension, these last two games kind of reminds me of when Torrey Craig came onto the scene because Peyton Watson does stuff that really no other nugget does. And I would even take it a step further Craig did all of that, and yet ultimately, I think he was a wing best suited to defend guards. Mm-hmm. Peyton Watson is a, a yeah, he's small, much forward. bigger. He's much bigger. He's a small, and Wind has been all over this. It's, it's he is the prototype, right, in terms of bodies and 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 skill sets of what the modern wing is and should look like, and can give you defensively. And I don't. I think. This is more than just a Malone thing. I think the entire organization and Peyton Watson had some version of a plan in place here. He was going to play with the G League. He was going to get those minutes. He's a project. He was a project. And I don't even think his biggest uh, supporters saw him as ready to go right away. No, no. So this is not just Malone leaving him on the shelf. Having said that, you certainly look at it now and and you reflect on the whole season and go, how much worse would the bench have been yeah. if he was playing? I'm sure. I don't think he was ready early on. Maybe I think not. like that Maybe whole not. season in the G League actually helped. I mean, he was rough when we first saw him in summer league. But like, um, you're talking about a guy that barely played in college. Like he yeah. got. I mean, if ever or ever there was a flyer pick, it was Peyton Watson with the second first round pick that the Denver Nuggets had. Like. <clears throat> It was like, okay, Christian Brown's the pick, but like Calvin Booth just had his eye on this guy, seeing, you know, having watched him perform like really well in a couple UCLA games. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, he didn't even, but he wasn't able to crack the rotation on a college squad. Right. Um, But there are the intangibles, obviously, the, the height, the motor. Um, the blocks, the, the blocks, blocks the defensive and the prowess. wingspan, man. Like that is what really jumps off the screen. Yeah, exactly. So, yep. and a lot of that comes, that was, I mean, truly, truly, truly to betray my, my very own agenda. The, um, the drafting this year was as what we reported the entire time, all about defense, all about surrounding Nikola Jokic with, yep. with plus defenders, Christian Brown, obviously a plus defender, Peyton Watson, obviously a plus defender. And both of those guys coming in with such poise and being able to play this at this level without having their eyes just, you know, just huge. And they're not just like uh, overwhelmed by the lights is so encouraging. And it really, you know, it just gives you a lot of good feelings for where we're headed in the future with this squad and where we can maybe look to see uh, the bench rounding in a form uh, moving forward, just like it being that that really defensive, mm-hmm. heavy, uh, defensive-minded unit that can just like hold the fort down while Jokic gets a little rest. So, but Peyton Watson looked great tonight. I mean, I don't know how much we can expect to see from him. He definitely benefited from the Nuggets, you know, having the number one seed locked up now for like a month, um, and just guys taking nights off. But credit to the credit to him man he really has taken advantage of his opportunities in the last two games and now you can see it with him you can kind of see like where you know he can go in this league right. what it, it's it's not you know it's definitely not on the offensive end but it's he he's not a total slouch there either he can yeah. just he just has a nose for the ball it's cool to see that's why these two games are like so that. important though because like you said D-line now we can see where he might go next year right if he didn't play in these two games, if he didn't play yeah, in these we would games be like, the stretch, what are we we'd doing? just be guessing. Yeah, you know, exactly. we'd be guessing. But now we have some actual like games to go on and kind of project forward what he can be. Um I I agree that he is definitely a project and it was the right choice probably to have him oh, in yeah. the G League most of the season. It had to be. I was thinking though, oh, like sorry, I wish we had seen him in a couple games like mm-hmm. earlier in the year. And I, I think it was possible to do that, but I'm glad we're seeing him now. I want to get back to just like 
his game tonight and the three blocks that he had. Unreal. That's what Peyton Watson does. He blocks shots. Peace what? Peyton Watson. Peyton Peyton Watson, according to some. He had 19 blocks at UCLA last (laughs) year. That was the second most on the team. And he only played 400 minutes. Like that was the ninth or 10th most on that roster. He blocks shots. And um, like we've talked about this on the podcast before, I think. Calvin Booth is a Peyton Watson believer. Oh, for sure. It's kind of his baby, his project, I think. <laughs> and It's weird to refer to an adult man as somebody's baby. Yeah, that was probably the wrong <laughs> phrasing. But he's just the biggest Peyton Watson backer, maybe in the league. Yeah. You know, that's yeah. why the Nuggets took him at 30th overall. Um, Calvin Booth was live in person to see Peyton Watson's best game at UCLA last year. It was an early season matchup. But I really feel like the fact that Booth was there and saw that is a big reason why. For like, sure. He saw him play really well in a game last year where UCLA won. He had 19 points, a couple steals. Like He saw the skill set, and I think from that point on, he was one of his guys. Um, but you can see just the type of player Peyton Watts can be. A game-changing defender, seven-foot-plus wingspan, Six foot seven, just the ideal measurables for a guy who can lock down twos and threes. I'm excited. I'm excited about him. I think the whole time the plan in in you know in Calvin's mind was if he develops the way I hope he will develop now, this is a guy that you would take with a first round pick next year. Exactly. That's it. Oh, Peyton wants him to be a top five pick, you and, know, and if so, he went back to school, maybe. And that's so that's five. what he's hoping for that he maybe. basically comes back. <laughs> As that, Spicy. as that, you know, late lotto esque or, or however you want to view it, kind of flyer. And so far, I mean, it's you're you're seeing what he was seeing at the very least. Yeah. Um, I just love that Peyton Watson seems to understand defense is a is a huge part of. It's his meal ticket, right? It's his entrance to the the chocolate factory golden ticket. Is that a thing? And um, <laughs> I got a meal he plays ticket. Defense. You guys know what I mean. You guys know what I mean. Yeah. And he knows it. He's also a, like a really good kid. Just a disaster. He's got um. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. Payne Watson. Whenever I've spoken to him this year, he's always struck me as like a really down to earth, humble kid. Yeah. And I mean, this is the former number one recruit in California at a high school. Which, yeah, Cal- California. Yeah, he was a beast. Like um, Long Beach Poly, he was a beast in high school. Number one recruit, went to UCLA, I think got humbled a bit there. Definitely. And now has come into the NBA with a chip on his shoulder. But from all accounts, he's like a really good kid, really hard worker. Uh, I've talked to his uncle a couple times at Ball Arena. Yeah. This year, he li- lives with his uncle, Peyton does right now in Denver. I just feel like he's got a really good like support system and circle, and um, I'm just really optimistic about his future, especially after these two games. Dude, it's pretty, it's pretty wild, all things considered, that he went into the draft after yeah. the season that he had at UCLA. He bet on himself. That's he bet on a himself. situation where you're betting on yourself big. Yeah, he must have. And he could have come back and been a part of a really good UCLA team. Great yeah. point. You know, we saw. True. Yeah. Uh, let's hit another break. We got Adam Morris live from Ball Arena on the other side. I can't wait uh, to can get you, his report. Colorado's Jesus. premier two-man game. The best personal injury lawyers you're going to find, they're here to help. And they want to win you money, but there's a catch. They don't really want to charge you money until they know for sure that they've won you money. They've won over $1 billion for their clients in Colorado. They have offices in Denver, Aurora, Englewood, Fort Collins, uh, Backus and Shanker has the strength and power to win your case. More than 30 lawyers and 100 staff. And the best part about Backus and Shanker is that you always know how to reach them. Even if you're in a state of shock after a horrific accident, you'll probably remember. 222-2222. Call them. Find out if you have a case for free. Backus and Shanker. <laughs> Athletic Greens is how I start my day every day. Better gut health, improved uh, shiny nails. You know what I'm talking about, D-Line? <laughs> Athletic Greens, one scoop and 12 ounces of cold water. And you've got the perfect way to start your day. But don't keep track of all the different vitamins you got to take. Uh, just take Athletic Greens, one scoop, 75 high quality vit- vitamins, minerals, vitamins. whole foods, source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially heading into the flu and cold season. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. Athletic Greens. Go to athleticgreens.com slash nuggets 
That's athleticgreens.com nuggets to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. All right, we are back here on the DNVR Nuggets podcast, the Winner's Lounge presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Use the code DNVR. Live from Ball Arena, it's oh Adam Mars. There he is. Did you put Vaseline on your <laughs> camera to make yourself look better? Like, uh, oh my, look at Jesus. <laughs> What's going on here, fellas? Um, actually, in all seriousness, my first note is, Eric, can you go let our buddy in? We got a buddy outside the door from North Dakota. He yeah, I think Kale's going too. to get him. Oh, go let him in. He wants to watch the show live. Let him in. I got to Adam. Your camera could not possibly look worse. I know this is a tough one. You look. got it. <laughs> there we go. There we go. A uh, little better. A <laughs> little better. I don't know. Like my camera's so far to the side, I have to stand weird. Um, but you guys, what a night, man! What a treat tonight was. Who expected this tonight? You could have said you expected a win. But to get this performance from the young guys, I mean, we got Michael Porter, we got Jamal Murray being clutch, including a huge clutch defensive play, you know, to block Clay shot. Yep. We got Peyton Watson breakout game. You had Christian Brown doing things. This honestly, this fed everybody. This was an unbelievable game. And I'll tell you one of my big takeaways before I get to the notes. I, I put this in the chat. Ball Arena is ready for the playoffs. We talk about Ooh, how okay. ready, this or that. As is my body. Ball Arena was like, ready for this game tonight and i just thought it was such a good crowd sunday night it, it, it was um it was a really fun one to be at is there one moment where the crowd was like loudest is there one moment that sticks out i mean the one that sticks out is the last chris uh peyton watson block mm. uh, where he flew from behind to block steph curry it just was so unexpected you know i don't think steph curry saw him but i don't think anybody in the arena really saw it coming and then there he goes and closes that gap and it was this was the peyton watson show i mean that was the talk as you're walking down the hallway, everybody's talking about Peyton Watson. Uh, it was really cool. Yeah. To take you behind the scenes here real quick, you know, Michael Malone, he was in a great mood. Uh, he said, you know, what an experience. His, his first line was, what a great experience that was. What a you treat. Know, specifically for the young guys. Tremendous scramble, fly around, fly around mentality. He thought the young guys went out and approached it the right way. It nice. wasn't not make mistakes. It was just fly around um he says you can't talk about those situations you have to be in them to grow and that's why tonight was so valuable for both of those guys and then he had this to say about peyton he said you know all the reports that have come out of grand rapids or have come from felipe the strength and conditioning coach or any of the assistants it's all been about how much peyton has gotten better over the course of the season he says every report is about improvement improvement and including and especially about his professionalism and we'll get to that here in a little bit, but I just thought that was a great little note. Um, he, Michael Malone said he thinks that the Phoenix game was a good tune-up for Peyton Watson for this one. He thinks he played well tonight because of that Phoenix one. And I, and I just thought it was great. He was raving. You could tell Michael Malone likes Peyton Watson. And one of the things that I thought was interesting was somebody asked him, you know, Nuggets magic number now is one. And he had this great line where he says, the regular season doesn't mean anything. It's been great. We all know it. We've seen guys step up, but this is all geared towards the postseason. And I know people are frustrated with this. I know D-Line especially is frustrated with this. But uh -oh. these games are just formalities. And I think Denver looks at it. I know we all want them to lock up the one seed and take this or that seriously. I think the Nuggets feel as though they checked all the boxes and they just got to get to the postseason. No, that's um, exactly it. I mean, the Nuggets have taken care of business this season. Like, they've stayed oh, yeah. healthy for the most part. They've gotten the number one seed. Yes. They've Check. turned it on defensively when they need Check. to. They've shown they can be a playoff Check. defense. The offense has been great. They've incorporated, you know, Jamal Murray, Michael Porter. They've got those guys to a good level. Like, they've checked every box. Now yeah. it's just about going out and finishing the job. Yeah, I would like the, playoff the playoffs to start right now. I'm yeah. I'm over this. Adam, but, but Eli, sorry, wouldn't you... I mean, let's be honest. You wouldn't mind, like, one or two more of these Peyton Watson games, would you? I would prefer the playoffs to start. <laughs> if you're asking me what I, I, I'm excited for the Peyton Watson show that I think we're going to get two or three more times here. Yeah, this me week. too. I, I think it'll, I, it was that entertaining tonight to see. Um, yeah. We'll get on to Peyton Watson here, though, now. Um, you know, he was obviously very happy. He was coming off of a cold. His voice, he could barely talk. And really? he said he had a cold and he's just getting over it, which is kind of funny considering mm. how well he's played. Um, but, you know, he said to be able to get to play against my idol, Kevin Durant, and then follow that up by playing against the defending champ Warriors meant a lot to him. 
And he's just on top of it, just getting a chance to play. The fact that it was those guys, I think, was especially great. And then when I asked him about what's different about him now, like how has he improved, told him Michael Malone's quote, he said it's all about professionalism, the professional mindset and being around veterans. He said, Nicola is probably the most professional guy I've ever been around, and he's taught me a lot about how to be a pro. Uh, and then on top of that, he just said he's added some weight, he's gotten stronger, um, and that strength has helped him be able to switch everything where he feels he used to get, you know, maybe it was a little undersized. But to me, the big takeaway was him saying, we've heard this from so many guys, Yoke, the most professional person he's ever been around, and it sets the tone. And so all the guys just kind of follow his suit. I thought that was great. Dude, the more you hear from guys who just come into the Nuggets and how they just laud Jokic's professionalism and just like they're almost in disbelief about this guy and like how a uh, franchise guy, MVP, number one player in the league can act like Nikola Jokic does. Dude, it, it like it, it really makes you think of how actually rare he how is. he's the top human being on earth yes. and he is how that's not hyperbole blessed with uh, talent that none of us can comprehend but he yeah. walks the earth as a humble servant yeah. to all I of always us. go back to when Austin Rivers said like I was shocked when Jokic didn't kick me off the main hoop and just went to shoot at the side hoop at practice I but like I don't know even tonight one of the things that's fun about being at the arena is just getting to watch Jokic on the bench and there were multiple times tonight where he like ran out onto the court and would grab a guy, usually it was Christian Brown or Peyton Watson, but he would grab them before they got to the huddle. There was one play, Christian played great, and Yoke looked like he was screaming at him. Mm. And I don't know if he was screaming like, great job, that was awesome, or correcting him for something, but it just, he was very active, and it was cool to he see him He wouldn't do that, that if he didn't care. hundred percent. If he didn't believe in Christian Brown, yeah. And, and Peyton Watson, just to round it out for him, he, he gave a shout out to Grand Rapids. He said, that's my city. It's where we built the foundation for this whole year. Uh, and oh. a lot of gratitude for that, which is kind of cool. Shout out Grand Rapids. Shout out Heaven. I like how he shouts it out because they did not have a good uh, regular season. No, and like sh <laughs> shout out to the Nuggets having a G League team, which we've been crying for for years. I, I can't wait for the next uh, time when they're like, you know what? I, I owe it all to the new practice facility that we, <laughs> we've we all enjoyed in this offseason. Shout out new practice facility. <laughs> you know, it's all about the, you know, we have Tang on tap. Yeah, whatever you want, as much as you tang. want. <laughs> um, <laughs> to get to Jamal Murray, Jamal Murray spoke today. He shouted out P-Watt, as he calls him, P-Watt. I don't know if I can do that, but P-Watt on defense was P -Watt. great. CB was great. Uh, he was asked about the last play, and he just said he looked up and he saw Clay Thompson open, and he just ran as hard. He said in his mind he was going, I got to go, I got to go. He's not going to miss two in a row. That play, I don't know if you – I'm sure you guys talked about it, but him contesting that shot at the buzzer – I have no doubt in my mind that was in. Like, if oh, Blake yeah. got that off cleanly, that they it were making good. it and they were winning. Yeah. That was just pure hustle, and I thought it was great. And then, I don't know if you guys commented on this, but Denver always switches ball screens. You know, always will, will switch. 1-5, they'll be reluctant, but they'll do it reluctantly if they have to. But tonight, they were switching everything off ball and being aggressive for it. And in the first half, Murray talked about this. He said, in the first half, we were screwing up. We were a little late. They were getting backdoor cuts on us. They weren't used to the pace that the Warriors play with, but he thought that as the game went on, they locked in more and more on that part of it, the off-ball switching, and he thought that's why the defense took off so much the way that it did. And I just thought that was a neat little thing to say, to point out that they don't really do that too often, but but it was a thing that they're probably going to have to do in the playoffs, especially against the Warriors. Um, and then take this, everybody can go watch the video when they upload it. But he kept, when he was asked about how valuable this was for Peyton Watson and, Chris, and uh, Christian Brown, he said, we got to get them ready for the playoffs. Ooh. And I thought that was nice. Take that for what you will, but he said it twice. We got to get them ready for the playoffs. They're both young, athletic. Mm. That alone is, is, uh, is tough to guard, but the mentality that they approach the game with, um, he just likes that. The mentality, he says that they approach the game knowing that if they screw up, they're going to be pulled out of the game. So they're locked in not to make shots, <laughs> right. just, just not to make mistakes. And that's an important mentality. And, and, and both of them had it. That's interesting. That's that definitely gives us something to talk about. Adam, thank that's you, it. man. Got anything else? That's it, guys. All right. Take it easy. Great notes there. OK, uh, let's hit another break. We got a special guest joining the show uh, after this all the way from North Dakota. All the way from North Dakota, uh, we will get to that on the other side. What's up, brother? Dude, it's crazy.
All right, let's get into our final ad read of the evening. And it's just uh, just one read. We're going to talk about DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Wasn't very good to me today. I've been watching sports all day. And I, um, you can have better outcomes at DraftKings Sportsbook than I had. But you also get a whole bunch of reasons to sign up, like no sweat, same game parlays. If you get your same game parlay wrong, they're going to throw you a free bet right back. Uh, you can bet on MLB right now, which is back in full swing. Uh, you can win a lot of bonuses with the DraftKings Sportsbook. Right now, download the app, sign up with the code DNVR. New customers <laughs> can bet $5 and get just uh, $200 in bonus bets instantly. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports buddy partner of the NBA with code DNVR. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. No matter what you're betting on, because there's so much good sports on right now, make sure you're doing it with DraftKings Sportsbook. So many ways to play, so many ways to win. Use code DNVR when you sign up. We good? We're good, baby. All right. Let's welcome roll. back. DNVR Nuggets Winners Lounge, represented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Use the code DNVR when you sign up and download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Special guest on the show, Jamie. What's up, my guys? Joining us all the way from North Dakota. That's right. What's up, dude? Dude, what a night. Were you guys at the game? What a treat. What I a treat. What they Let's say. go. Yes, we were at the game. Um, absolutely insane. First game I've been to in, I don't know, probably like eight, ten years. Dude, right. you um, picked a good one. Yeah, right away. Yeah, it was like kind of a roller coaster of a day. Uh, you know, the Memphis Grizzlies won, which I was kind of happy about, but then kind of put the nail in the coffin in terms of having Joker play. Yeah. So I was like, you know, for the, the amount of money that we spent to go to that game, it was yeah. like, Damn, I kind of wanted to see. I know, you know man. The MVP. I, I always feel for fans that make it to like one or two games a year, and you don't get to watch the best player in the league. It, it's but rough. we did get to see Jamal just grow up. MPJ grow up, be dominant. Pitt, Peyton Watson. Oh my God, dude. Yeah. Calvin Booth for executive of the year. I, no question. I've been saying. Lock, I've been saying. Lock the side door. <laughs> yeah. We know what Jamie's agenda might be. Lock the he side door. Right into agenda corner. That's right. Yeah. I was listening to agenda corner on the way over and <laughs> yeah. I was all bored. You're fitting right in. <laughs> so are you, are you guys from Denver or how how'd you become a Nuggets fan? Or? So um, well, my uh, our uncle Bruce over here, you can't see him. He is from Denver, originally from North Dakota as well, but moved here. I don't know. 1983. Mm -hmm. uh, I didn't become a fan until I was like 13, so like 2003. I don't want to seem like I'm jumping on like the mellow bandwagon, but it just so happened to work out that uh, when my older brother, who was also a diehard uh, Denver Nuggets fan, he moved to Denver. We came out to a preseason game against the, uh, the Indiana Pacers. I remember it was like one of Reggie Miller's last seasons here. That was basically all it took. I mean... We, we went to that preseason game. I came out here a few more times to visit my brother. We went to games and kind of coincided with the Wolves sucking. So that helped mm -hmm. a little bit. Um, that's kind of the local team, I guess. But yeah. from then on out, it's been diehard Nuggets. Nice, so, man. Yeah. And they're so, an easy team to root for. Yeah. So, yeah. So are you a Jamal guy? Is Jamal your guy? Uh, I mean, yes. Uh, everyone's my guy. I love all the Nuggets <laughs> are good. I love all the Nuggets. Good but, Good love answer. It. Yeah. <laughs> no, I am. I am a little bit of a of a Jamal stan. I mean, he's kind of like he's had. He obviously had the injury, and I've given him a little bit more leeway. I feel like than than some people have to fight through right uh, to get it. back on the court. And so I've always kind of had his his back a little bit more than others. I feel like, or you know, I don't know. There's 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 people that have that have uh, you know kind of been on his ass a little bit, but. No, I love I love Jamal. I love his competitiveness. But I mean, you can't hate AG. You can't hate Jokic. Any of the guys, Peyton Watson. Yeah, that's my new number one. Dude, two, the, three, watching four, Peyton know. Watson these last couple of games has been awesome. I mean, we we spent like twenty minutes talking about yeah. him earlier, but like, I'm so glad he played in these last two games because I feel like we know what we have a lot more than we did two games ago you know it's unreal i mean is he gonna you guys already covered this i'm sure but is he gonna play in the playoffs <sighs> probably not i would say no, no. Okay. it's probably too um late. all right adam was just on you know saying how jamal in the post game tonight said we have to get christian brown and peyton watson ready for the playoffs. so maybe maybe the locker room believes in him um but i would say right now probably not i could see like, maybe like super situational like, we need a stop on this play. Like, let's just throw him out there, see what happens. Yeah, definitely matchup dependent. I mean, if we if we match up with the Suns, I feel like that's a pretty good, 
you know, guy to throw out Maybe. there and, and get yeah. a couple minutes and make it hard for KD or yeah. Booker. What was the uh, atmosphere like at Ball Arena tonight? Unreal. I mean, it was insane. It started off like, you know, like I said, I haven't been to a game in a while. I've been hearing that the the crowd has been really good. Crowds um, have been great. Obviously, sure. a lot of Warriors fans, they were loud right away, but, you know, not so much at the end. Yeah. Um, it was it was an insane, insane crowd. I mean, like I said, I went to some games a few years ago, and, and they were pretty good crowds, but tonight was was crazy. Just, yeah, it was, it was unbelievable. That's awesome. And that dude. last clay three, I had a perfect line on it. Oh, yeah. That was in. I mean, that was, he had a perfect. I can't believe he missed the first one. That's, yeah, that, that one. one looked That's in the one too. I'm talking about. Like, that was in. Oh, yeah, yeah. From my angle. I mean, my heart was starting to sink, but. Who got the block in the last three? Murray. It was Murray. Jamal. Okay, Jamal. that's what I thought. Yeah. It was, hey, it was my, meant my to guy. be. I, I just want to make sure. I didn't want to toot his horn too yeah. much if it wasn't him, but yeah. He played Great really hustle. good defense in the second half. A lot of guys did, but Jamal, thought the first half was okay, but I thought in winning time, his effort was there. Like, he just played through the buzzer. Yeah. That block was a big, big effort yeah. play, man. It was weird. Like On our end, we were on the, uh, the Nuggets end at the end of the game. There were so many wide open cuts and layups that the Warriors were getting in the first half. It was just so frustrating. I don't know what it was. It's kind of hard when you're at the game to kind of figure out exactly what the break what's breaking down. But yeah, yeah, so frustrating how that was going in the first half, and then second half it just seemed like they, I don't know, buttoned it up a little bit. We got a lot of highlight dunks on our end. Too. I think they had ten dunks or something. Dude, tonight. it was that that pass from Ag to Peyton Watson under the under the yeah. basket. Yeah. The crowd went absolutely crazy. Nice. It was, I mean, it, was it so seems good. like it would have been a great game to go to. Um, we didn't really talk about like Jamal's night at all. I want to hit it real quick before we get the Super Chats. This game from Jamal, it felt like his game against the Grizzlies many weeks ago mm. when he just needed one play to get going, and then all of a sudden he was talking in Dylan Brooks's ear. Like I feel like Jamal was having a pretty mediocre game until he made like one three, and then he... Got that block on Draymond. He hit yes. a couple more threes. Yes. Was he was play. talking. He was just like going after that. It takes one play for Jamal a lot of time to just be locked in and to explode. I feel like that's what happened tonight. I feel like, sorry. No, no, dude, you're the guest. I feel like that block on Draymond, I mean, first of all, it shut Draymond up for the rest of the game, I felt like. Insane play. I mean, like I said, I'm a Jamal guy, but I just felt like he made so many awesome defensive plays that really changed the momentum at times. Yeah. That being a huge one. I mean, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. He, he came was up clutch. Up too. Yeah. He was diamond up at some points. I thought I thought he played a pretty good game. There was a handful of possessions where he drove into traffic with no plan in mm-hmm. the first half. Yep. Uh, and it was a little bit of the stuff that Jamal does that's frustrating. Yes. But then the second half, just like Wind was saying, the, oh, that's right. Like, when, once... Once he's turned a certain corner, he erases the the momentary doubt so quickly. And you're like, oh, he's here. He's here for at least the next 12 minutes. And they were really, I mean, at least from my angle, they were really keying on him. And I mean, they were were on his butt the entire night, just like pushing him out on the three-point line. And so, I mean... They made it tough on him, and I felt like, again, I'm a Jamal Stan a little bit, but I felt like he, he played a big part in that win. For sure. Yeah, he's great, I thought, actually. Uh, Under, we have underrated. a ton of Super Chats to get to, so we got we to gotta hit those. Um, Jamie, you can you can chill out here if you want. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, D-Line um, doesn't want to come back on. Yeah, D-Line's yeah. done for the night, I think. <laughs> Ten bucks. <laughs> there might be a Super Did Chat. Did you Super Chat? Oh, I love it. Ten bucks from the boys' dad. Super Chat. First time. Be gentle. Clinch party at the DNVR bar on Tuesday? Save Ooh, me a place. Oh, man. I'll win. tell you what's also ready for the playoffs. The bar. Oh. The bar was so great tonight, man. It was great. Had the homies around. You know uh, I always say this about the bar. It feels like you're just watching a game in like your buddy's basement. It's the best. Except you have like people bringing you food and beer. I feel like I'm in my buddy's attic right now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mitchell had his great line such a tonight. good vibe. He looked around and he goes, this is probably the last intimate Nuggets hangout because those, <laughs> those playoff watch parties are going to be... Uh, it was one of the last for sure. Great crowd, though. Sure, great crowd. Yeah. Freddie, playing without Joker is actually great for our team for this small stretch. It's going to make the non-Joker minutes so much better when he returns. I could see that. There yeah, is there is a, something to that, though, where it's... Jokic either on the floor or he's not, and if he's not available in the playoffs, you're not winning a title. Yeah, I don't know how important those minutes are beyond confidence boosting. Maybe also just getting a win tonight. You can tell yourself, wow, we can actually win a game without Nico Jokic. Yeah, we can just, do it. It's a little confidence. <laughs> yeah. Seth, 15 bucks. Sharing my faith, uh, my faith money line win. 
it was rookies night tonight. Does the best version of the bench star CB and PW? Because I'm starting to think so. Yes. The magic number is one. Hey, man, when you've got Christian Brown, Peyton Watson on the bench with a Zeke, like with a Vlatko, that has the makings of a really good bench, I think. I Just agree. something to think about. Maybe heading into next year. Did we see Reggie on the court for like three minutes tonight? We did. We did. Said, it was I terrible. Make, I just want to make sure that wasn't. Yeah, I think it was because Casey yeah. Mirage. Was, it was sort. Reggie on the court, Christian Brown off it for yeah. that stretch. Okay. Three point guards. Everyone loves it. MPJ and Gordon. Uh, Steezy McBitchin. I've always wanted to say that. <laughs> MPJ and Gordon with double doubles. BB wasn't in the negative. PWAT plus three and CB plus seven. Every rookie is good. Bring on. Yeah, I don't know if it was a great night for the Aaron Gordon at Oof. the five agenda because Nuggets got killed on the glass, on the uh, offensive glass. But in the end, they got enough rebounds to win. Andrew Sullivan gave us eight bucks and he said eight dollars for Watson. Oh, yeah. I'll patch them along when I see him. Eversore, 42, awesome game, and I hit every bet and went up like 12 <laughs> units. Thought I would share with the fellas when same game parlay was nice. The same game parlay, Aaron Gordon, eight and a half rebounds, MPJ, three threes, Jamal, 22 and a half points, was it? Yeah. That hit. That felt good. I needed two more from Gordon for my same game parlay. No, two, two more points. Two more points. Yeah, it's, it's all right. Well, he free went throws. six of 18, okay. so yeah, yeah, it's, he should have had it. That's okay. <laughs> uh, what from the free throw line? He knows. He knows. Uh, one of two. Don't okay, just one of two. All right. Yeah. Ethan Holiday, Golden State legally has to change their name to Michael Port of a third. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Can't argue. Walter Worthy, King of the Game, one Michael Malone, signed lead engineer of the Fire Malone train and sautéed crow aficionado. Every nugget is good, especially the rookies. LFG. Yeah. Hey man, props to Michael Malone for playing Peyton Watson these last two games. It's been great. It's Daniel been a good Morris, experience. super sticker, a salt shaker. Mm. <laughs> Thanks, Daniel. <laughs> Can I say one thing? Speaking of salt, um, I, I did witness a Warriors fan uh, hide his Warriors jersey and then put a Nuggets uh, sweatshirt right oh, over it as that. he was walking out of the stadium. So I love that. Let me try. Coward. You can't yeah, hide. Would. You can't hide. Call him out. Dylan McLeod, I once again want to repeat, MPJ is absolutely worth his contract. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Mike. Yeah, he is, man. He is playing up to his contract for sure. I mean, second most reliable Nuggets player this season, I think. I think that's accurate. Pretty clear. I think that's accurate. Philip Mitchell, super sticker, another salt shaker. Thank you, <laughs> Philip. Thank you. Uh, Hubner Hernandez, super chat from Hubner Hernandez. Hey, short and sweet. Short and I sweet. I love it. We'll take it. Super chat from 5555-ish. It was a great bounce back game. I love this team. Piwa electrifying on defense and short-circuiting the opposing offense. Electrifying. That electrifying. is how I would describe Peyton Watson on defense. Electrifying. Big Namek chiming in. Golden State Warriors fear rating. Not, uh, I'm sorry. Someone help. Three. Yeah. Kale, could you make oh, that bigger? Not $300 million <laughs> this roster guy, cost. This guy. I get it. I always want to say that. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I'm a little less scared of the Warriors now. I wasn't that scared it's of just, before. They're but. not good on the road, man. Peter Plummer. <laughs> suck on the road. Peyton Swatson might be the best nugget shop blocker since Chris Birdman Anderson. That That's a nice fly. take. And Peyton Watson, like these last two games, five blocks. Five should have been, blocks should have been six, by the way. He did get that one taken ten. away for goaltending. He also has like 15 rebounds, I feel like, in those two games. Maybe he I has, made that up. I might have guessed. I uh, made that five up. tonight, eight in that last game. Ah, That's not that far off. Not that far off. <laughs> it's felt like 15. Rich Crumb, $2 super chat from Rich Crumb. <laughs> there Thank we go, you, Rich. Rich. Drunk philosophy. If I miss my parlay, it's always because AG. So two people missed yeah. their parlay tonight yeah. because yeah. of AG. Adjust your parlay strategy. I'm glad to see Drunk Philosophy is still alive, though. I, was, I know. I was a little worried when we didn't hear from him for a while. Defan334, more like Peyton Swatson. Yeah, That's just the right. easiest nickname of all time. Everyone just letting that rip like they came up with it. Uh, Hubner Hernandez, another super chat. Hell Yeah. <laughs> I think he got it right this time. He got it right. Okay, here's the super chat from you. Please shout all Denver Nuggets fans from Philippines. Hope to watch Joker, Murray, and MPJ live on World Cup after we win championship. Oh, nice. Yeah, Go the Nuggets. World Cup that um, I think Serbia qualified for, they did, is in uh, Southeast Asia. Oh, that's right. 
shout this out, summer. Shout out the long distance super chat. Shout Much out. appreciated. Mike Wilson, congrats on winning the IP branding. Oh, I can't say that. Thank you, Mike. We'll, we'll go, <laughs> oh, yeah. We'll, yeah. We'll go to the next one. Oh, there was, oh, yeah. No. Yeah. yeah. No comment. Thank Walter you, Mike. Worthy, uh, uncle rebounded and defended in the third. Thank you for bringing that up. It's true. Uh, he played really well. Please, guys, I can't eat any more crow. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. What a night for the agendas. It's a real... That's the that's the word of the night for sure. Yeah. Ben Mack, do they play Yoke at all for the rest of the regular? Or is it mm. smarter to have the Nuggets play without him to get a rhythm on offense? Mm. So I kind of talked about this a little on the pregame. I'm... I think it would be nice to have some good momentum heading into the playoffs. I think that is important. Now, does tonight qualify as good momentum, even though Nikola Jokic didn't play? I don't know. But um, I also don't think it'd be the end of the world if you just did not play him and made sure he was absolutely as healthy as possible. Magic numbers one. There's a Rockets game coming up. You have the ones like Memphis is going to lose again, I think. So you're just you're going to be the one even if you don't win another game. I would try to win that Rockets game without him. I think if you do. Mm -hmm. Is that the next game? Oh, I don't know. That's a win question, dude. Uh, Let me look at the schedule. Yes, they're in Houston Tuesday. Tuesday? That's That's next. That's what I thought. Yeah. All right. Next super chat. VI chilling. Golden State Warriors paid way too much money for Jordan Poole to be locked up by two (laughs) rooks. Plus this win. Completed my five leg parlor. Hey man, LG. Jordan Poole should be giving a little of his contract to um, the Denver Nuggets. The Denver Nuggets, Capasso <laughs> yeah. and Austin Rivers. Yeah, Nick Orton, crowds rocking. Ball Arena is ready. Yes, this is so true. Uh, You've heard it from all of us at this point in the season. It's been really, really great in there, man. The energy is awesome. Can you imagine it was what insane. Game one, right before tip off, is going to feel like. At Ball Arena. I can't wait. Whew. I can't wait. We're almost there. The How many dad. freaking Super Chats know, do we dude. have tonight? People are feeling it tonight. Would like to see the Nuggets treat Phoenix game as the final playoff prep. Any remaining games that starters play, have them use their first and fourth quarter rotation in the first half, and then sit them. Yeah. Thursday against Phoenix in Phoenix mm-hmm. on TNT. Yeah. That would be... I'd be cool with that. I'd be cool with that as a dress rehearsal. And then you shut it down from there. Super chatting while sitting eight feet away from votes covered <laughs> ankles. Love, yeah, you read it. Read that. Uh, this is Jamie. Uh, Twenty dollars. <laughs> uh, super chatting while sitting eight feet away from votes covered ankles. Disappointed. Sorry. Love DNVR. Thanks day. for making a random dude from North Dakota feel special. Nugs and DNVR until I die. Yeah. Love it. Personally, I think that guy. <laughs> Oh, no, no, that actually two things. First, uh, shout out to Adam because he told me that it was going to be open till 11. And then I walked up to the door and it was nice, locked. Nice, but, Adam. And, and D-Line, D-Line Good for coming stuff, down and, and getting us. Or, or sorry, Kale, Kale. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. He told me D-Line was going to get. That's fine. Um, and then, yeah, just shout out to you guys for just being awesome. Let me on the show. Really dude, appreciate thank you. it. Good to meet you, dude. Thank you. you it's a good awesome. night. Astray, R.I.P. Adam, vibe so hard he ascended. Celebrate his life by giving him his favorite things, a like and a $2 super chat. Adam did kind of look like the, that scene from The Whale, the one clip that's on Twitter where he like ascends. and <laughs> have not seen that movie. Neither have I, but I've oh. seen that clip. Okay. Sugar Shoes, Peyton Swatson, everyone's on it. Kansas Kleptomania. Oh, my God. Cooked wow. by Rooks. That's Keep aggressive. going, Sugar Shoes. All right. Steve. MPJ is greater than KD. All right. (laughs) CB equals a core piece. PY equals all defense. Who am I to uh, stamp out your vibes? Morgan (laughs) Jones, that jump ball with Looney was BS. Yeah. What happened on the jump ball? That was when Bruce Brown got fouled 95 times. Sorry. Do you guys remember? I don't know what game it was. Was it it the four overtime game, Blazers Nuggets, when Jamal had the ball and he got hacked like 14 times and they called the jump ball? Do you guys remember this? Because that's what it reminded me of. That sounds kind of right. I mean, that, yeah. Yeah. Also, like jump balls are one of the biggest farces in the NBA. Like, refs are so bad at throwing the jump ball. It's that's a topic for another day. Uh, 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 drunk philosophy. AG's run reminds me of Isaiah Thomas. Look again. I, 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 don't, I, I don't know where you're coming from I with that I can't decipher that. Yeah. I honestly That's don't a, even uh, know. That's a 58th minute of the show, drunk philosophy <laughs> yeah. super chat. 
That's like <laughs> too drunk philosophy, Super Chat. Laking Ball, what up, man? All right, no hate today. Let's go Nuggets. Whatever Warriors lose, it helps me heal after they beat us in the finals. And uh, Adam, who's not here, Tatum will never leave the Celtics, hopefully right sweating. <laughs> I was hoping we were going to hear from our Warriors uh, fan tonight. William Mitchell? Yeah. He probably checked out for his own mental health. <laughs> um, are we done, Kale? What time are we at? Okay, we are done. Guys, thank you for tuning in. Jamie, thank you for coming down to thank the bar, hopping me. on the show. So glad you're here. Great night tonight. Great night at the bar. Great night at Ball Arena. We are back at it, I believe, tomorrow. We'll be live 2 p.m. from this studio. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for super chatting. Throw us a like uh, before you get out of here. If you have a second, talk to you guys tomorrow. <laughs>